I want to talk real quick about the, the 230 bay reef that I picked up today. We got to take it out on the water, just a, a little pond. But we, we got it. We got it. <laughs> It's amazing. I mean, I'm glad you went ahead and said, the heck with the weather, let's do it anyway. Welcome to the Woman Angler and Adventurer Podcast. Inspiring real women with a passion for fishing and the outdoors to go get their adventure on. Now, here's your fearless host, Angie Scott. Welcome to this week's episode of the Woman Angler and Adventurer Podcast. We are right down to the wire here. If you've been following along and listening to these episodes as they're released, I'm currently three days away from hitting the road for Dallas, Texas to fish my first Lady Bass Anglers Association Women's Pro Bass Tour Tournament as a boater on Lake Ray Hubbard just outside of Dallas. I have been working tirelessly to get everything together. We're so close, but still not quite 100%. The boat is still not quite rigged. And I want to put it in the water here at least one time before we leave. And I officially tell them I'm switching over to the boater side. Currently, I'm registered as a co-angler, but I'm right on the bubble, meaning if a boater has to drop out for any reason, I'm out. If we get the boat ready to go, then two more co-anglers get to fish. So that's another big motivation for me to try to get this all situated. We're missing the foot pedal for the trolling motor. The base for the back casting deck seat, and uh, you know that would be for the co-angler. And then I'd like to have some tie-down straps for my rods on the front deck. Could I fish without all those things? Absolutely. The trolling motor does have a remote control. Obviously not conducive to fishing a bass tournament, but probably not many people have more experience fishing like that than me, because um, that's all my little Quest pontoon Minn Kota trolling motor had was the remote control there wasn't an option to have a foot pedal for that so and I fished that way for many years so not ideal but doable also we filmed the first episode from the Lance mobile podcast studio this past week uh, two chicks in a boat Beth and Lori were my guinea pigs and everything went off without a hitch it couldn't have gone more smoothly it was a video podcast episode to boot so I'm looking forward to doing more of those this year and look for that episode to come out on Tuesday it was kind of our first trial run actually we took it over to an RV park and to try out all the different systems makes everything make sure everything works good and the one thing that did not work was the water heater so I turned on the water heater uh, heated up the water great but I think it's maybe an adjustment it's a little too hot because it started coming out the pressure relief valve on the outside of the truck camper cut that off and we need to get that figured out in the place that we were going to be staying outside of Dallas right close to the boat launch there was this RV park called Plantation Place. They do not have a bathhouse there. So it would be pretty rough uh, being there for a week to 10 days and not having access, easy access to hot water to take a shower and all those things. So with everything still kind of up in the air with the boat, we decided just to focus all our attention on getting that ready to go. That's the, the main thing for this trip, this first tournament. 
and then from there we'll get the the truck camper worked out. I've got some ideas on on other things I want to do to the camper as well to make it more efficient, like adding lithium batteries, possibly a solar panel. Um, might go with an upgraded water heater. We'll we'll see what uh, that ends up being. But anyways, so great experience from the studio itself. Everything worked great. And I'll be doing some videos showing you my setup on that and um, looking forward to doing more episodes from the Lance Truck Camper Mobile Podcast Studio. One more quick announcement. I am teaming up with Bassing Gal Barbara Harris on a new project called Women's World of Fishing. We'll be going live on YouTube every Monday evening, 7 Central, 8 p.m. Eastern to cover all things in the world of women and fishing. And we invite you to come on with us, interact with us. Uh, We think it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be doing it from the same platform that I did my first mobile podcast studio episode with Beth and Lori. So it's really easy to join in and uh, looking forward to that. So it's also going to be going out to Twitter and Facebook as well. So if you're not on YouTube, you can also connect with us on those other platforms. And we hope you can join us. It's going to be live from Lake Ray Hubbard in Dallas. First episode, Monday evening. And we'd love to see you there. All right. So this week's episode, you get to meet Tom and Mike Marlowe from Key West Boats. So I'm running a 230 Bay Reef this year. And I went to South Carolina to tour the factory pick up the boat for the boat locker dealership in Nashville so they could get to work on getting her all rigged up. And while I was there, we got to take it for a quick test spin with the Yamaha 250 VMAX show. You'll hear about that in this week's episode. And also, did you ever wonder how Key West Boats in Ridgeville, South Carolina came to be named Key West? Well, you'll find out the answer to that on this week's episode as well. So I hope you enjoy. So I'm here in Ridgeville, South Carolina at the Key West Boats office. I've got Tom and Mike Marlowe here with Key West. And we've been hanging out. I get to pick up the new boat today. So we'll talk a little bit about that. I got to see the the facilities and all the new construction that's going on. So welcome, guys, to the show. Thank you for having us. I've been, I've been enjoying the visit so far, for sure. Yeah. Well, I have, too. Have to you. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very nice. It's been a blast. A quick trip, but um, we've squeezed a lot in in a short amount of time, for sure. So, one of you guys want to kind of tell the listeners a little bit about the history of Key West Boats? And... Um, I'll let Dad do that. He's a little more articulate and smoother <laughs> talking on that. He'll stay to the point a little better than I will. <laughs> That was a nice way of saying I'm old enough to know all this history. <laughs> yeah, you've been you've been with with Key West pretty much since the the very beginning. Yep. Yeah, we'll give you a history uh, on Key West boats. It started. Um, I mean, the name Key West boats was established in 1986. Of course, um, Hutch is the the owner now. He had a partner back in those days named Dale Martin. It was probably back in early 2000s, 2002 or so that. Hutch uh, was able to buy out Dale Martin. They, they agreed to split and go different, you know, separate ways, and, and Hutch bought out Dale, and, and Dale went on to a horse farm. Um, but um, yeah, since 1986, we've been build, building Key West boats right here in Ridgeville, South Carolina. Ridgeville has literally grown up around Key West boats. Uh, it is a, a major thoroughfare these days compared to what it was. 
Um, but uh, you know, people ask pretty often um, where the name Key West Boats came from in Ridgeville, South Carolina. And there's a pretty interesting story to that. There was another very brief partner back in those days. His name was Jack something. I forget his last name. I met him. Uh, nice enough guy. He brought to the partnership a, a mold, a set of molds that would uh, could build a 1700 Key West. Back in those days, though, the name of the boat was West. Um, there's not a whole lot nautical sounding about West boats. I mean, West is a direction. Um, so um, when Jack decided he wanted to be bought out, Hutch uh, and Dale, you know, readily bought him out, but they were broke after they did that. They didn't have a lot of money to begin with. They bought him out and were broke. Um, but they wanted to change the name to something that sounded more nautical, more like a boat name than a direction. And um, they did a little brainstorming, and they said, well, why don't we just add key to it? We already got the West decals, and we would only have to buy key decals then. So we can put key in front of West, and we'll have key West boats. <laughs> and that's exactly what they did. I mean, that's, because they were broke. They bought a few yeah. key decals. <laughs> that's that's such a great story. And it's funny because, you know, I've been telling people, yeah, I'm going to, to Key West headquarters, you know, I'm going to the factory, going to pick up the boat. Yeah, they're like, oh, that's so cool. You get to go to Key West. Yeah, like yeah. everybody assumes. I got, I get that often wearing my shirt. So Key yeah. West. Man, this must be nice to be down there at Key West. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I've been twice. Well, you know, I've never been to Key West. It's really? No, oh, no, we didn't make it. That's right. We went to Marathon. But that's I used funny. to work in Somerville at the Somerville Marine, the dealership, and we were to the major dealership in the country at the time for Key West Boats. And um, I'd have a customer every so often that, you know, would be anxious to get their boat or whatever. And I'd say, well, I'll run up to Key West and pick it up. And, uh, well, how long will it take to get back? And I'm about an hour. <laughs> I mean, literally, it was right down the road. Right, yeah, that's funny. So, so been around for a while. It's kind of gone through some different different models and things like that over the years so you're at uh 12 models we counted it up to mm-hmm. today 12 different models currently um and i picked up the the 230 bay reef yeah we got to i got to see the molds and kind of see how all that process yeah. works which is really cool and uh, a lot of you guys have a pretty big operation i mean you, how many boats do you, do you put out a week Oh, we're currently trying to average between 40, 45, sometimes closer to 50 boats a week, but we're, we're always 40 or over. I yeah. mean, even with the restraints on the obstacles and all those current conditions that everybody's having to deal with, you know, with every excuse to do less, we have found a way, you know, a lot to do with our team and everybody involved to, to not only do as much as we've done in the past, but do a little bit more this year, even mm-hmm. with all the restraints, constraints, and, you know... <laughs> Everything being against us, you know, we found a way to overcome and actually, you know, do better. Yeah. Which is a testament in itself. For sure, for sure. And that's a lot of boats to crank out. Yeah, it that's is. for it's sure. Like, You've seen today. Especially. A little organized chaos going on. <laughs> it's amazing how we can start with such a mess and end up with a pile of beautiful. And that, and, you know, with all the construction you guys got going on, which is exciting. Yes, and frustrating. <laughs> and exciting. And, Expanding uh, the facilities. I'll have to come back down sometime when everything is. I'm excited for that. I mean, just being over here, I mean, in this new office building right here, you know, has been amazing for just, you know, our own self-esteem. You know, mm-hmm. you look out the window at the muddy mess and the doldrums of construction and all the slow 
misery of it, just dragging on day after day and just being in your way. And but then you get a little glimpse. You come over to this brand new office. This is beautiful. Yeah. I mean, everything is awesome. I just hope that those guys in the, in the plant, whenever they get that finished, if they feel half as good as I do about mm -hmm. where I'm at right now, I mean, production probably will increase by 20% just by morale. Mm -hmm. I mean, people just feel better about yeah. working there. I mean, I, I can't. I, that's how it makes me feel just walking through it, the excitement level. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's good stuff. It's a long time coming. But You know what's got to make them happy? Air condition. Yeah, climate control. <laughs> air pollution. <laughs> I mean, everybody happy. Game changer. I've yes. been in there in the summertime. Yeah, and the wintertime. Yeah. yeah. We have fans and air moving, but uh, it moves the air that's in there. <laughs> if it's hot air, it's moving hot air. And yeah, uh, yeah, you guys stuff. updated your website recently, too. We've made, we've made a lot of investments. A lot of investments in, into the, you know, our dealers would like us to invest more in some new product. But, you know, we're not known for being... You know, the fastest guys in the above. We're known for being the most stable, most sure quality. quality. We're going to be here. We're going to stand behind it. We're going to do it right. You know, we're going to slowly do it, but we're going to get it done right when it's done. It's ours. You know, it's it's done the way we wanted to get it done, and it, you know, we it, it's our ours. We don't owe nobody nothing for it. We took our time, did it the right way, and that's why we're going to be here for another 30-plus years. You know, people ask me all the time, why would I buy a Key West boat instead of that brand over there mm -hmm. or whatever? And sometimes, you know, it's hard to come up with good reasons because, I mean, those other brands look pretty good, too. Uh, but I, I tell them about the stability of the company. I mean, the guy that started the company is still, you know, day-to-day -day here. Not every day, but uh, he's well, here. More so uh, now with the dirt being moved around. He likes, watching, <laughs> he likes dirt. <laughs> he, likes, he likes watching dirt get moved. Uh, but the, the financial stability of the company, ever since 1986, everything that we have done to expand has been paid for out of pocket. We don't finance a million-dollar building and make payments on it. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the finance charges, all of the cost of doing business is packed into the price of the boat. Um, we have very little overhead because we paid for everything as we grow. And um, that, that causes you to be financially stable. The downturn of 2000, 2000, and, and 2008, 2009, uh, that was a miserable time to be in the boat business because everything was paid for. Uh, we had to do some layoffs because we simply had too many people. But we were never you know, financially strapped to the point where we couldn't keep the doors open. Mm -hmm. We were open every day. We were building something every day. And we were available for the people that had a problem with their boat. We had parts. We had service, whatever. So there was a lot of people that weren't able to say that. Most boat companies shut down for some period of time. Key West Boats never did. During that time, um Opposite what most were doing, they were succumbing to the pressures of going out of business or bankruptcy or just restructuring. We were able actually to grow. I mean, how you made investments during that time. I mean, they would have invested in Pioneer Boats, which is a sister company of ours, as well as Tidewater Boats. I mean, for a while there, we were building Tidewater and Key West out of the same facility here just to keep the, the workforce flowing. You know, that's is what, what needed to happen and what we were able to do. And to this day, we're still, you know, largely involved in those two operations as well. I did not know that. That's cool. That's yeah. It's a, good to be in that position um, to be able to you know capitalize on those opportunities when they come up. To well, you. I mean, and, and you know, no, no one wants to see good boat companies go away mm -hmm. because I mean, at the end of the day, we can only build so many boats. I mean, of course, I want everybody to have a Key West boat in their driveway, but you know, we can build two thousand and a little more than that boats a year. Mm -hmm. You know, I hate to say it, but there's more than two thousand people a year that want a boat. Oh, yeah. And so we need somebody else out there. That way we didn't go use their boat and realize when they do use ours how much better it is. Right. <laughs> well, and, uh, you know, you mentioned being available 
for service issues and stuff like that. I think I've kind of gotten the feeling being here and researching a little bit about Key West boats online and stuff that you guys really do stand behind your your product and take a lot of pride in mm-hmm. um, being there for customers if they have issues. And we like do that. our best, and I mean, there's always going to be situations that you know probably doesn't work out the way everybody would like it to. But you know, at the end of the day, we we, we pride ourselves on doing what's right. You know, doing what needs to be done, what should be done. You know, sometimes it doesn't work out for the other guys, and they don't they they want the world, and we can only give them what's right. <laughs> but you know, we never walk away from a problem for sure. <clears throat> well, before we wrap this up, I want to talk real quick about the the 230 Bay Reef that I picked up today. We got to take it out on the water, just a, a little pond, but yeah. we we got it. We got it. <laughs> <that thing. laughs> it's, it's amazing. I, I mean, I'm glad you went ahead and said the heck with the weather. Let's do it anyway. Yeah, we had some you know, got some cold weather came in and it was a little rainy, but not too bad. But, <laughs> That quick, brisk ride made it work. Yeah, yeah, that was fun. I forgot all about the weather. Is, is the acceleration okay with you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> the thing launches like a rocket. I mean, that's what it feels like. So I don't anticipate having any problems fishing bass tournaments from well, from if a the fish sea. outruns. You let me know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm really excited about this year and uh, getting getting to know the boat more and. Getting it set up. I mean, we got we still got a little bit, a few things we need to do right. to it. Yeah, fine tune on the rigging aspect of yep. it because you know that's one thing that, that that's what a dealer. I mean, mm-hmm. you guys at the boat locker. I mean, they're they're going to really take it that extra that next step and yep. make that thing personalize it to the point where it's, it's yours. It's yep. going to be built around you, and that's that's where a good dealer network comes in play. And you know, you got to have that partnership on the other end to take it that extra that final few steps to really make it yours. Yep. Yep, so I'm excited to get it back to Nashville, get it all set up. I'm and, excited uh, for you. <laughs> fingers crossed we get it ready to hit the road. Our deadline, basically, give or take, is around March 20th. Nice. So we'll be, we'll be, uh, yeah, you know, we've got plenty of time. We've got 18 days. What could go yeah, wrong? Yeah. <laughs> Especially with, uh, you know, supply and demand. But yep. uh, fingers crossed we. I got faith in you. You got the hard part done. You got a boat and you got a motor. I mean, these days in the boat industry, having those two components, you're leaps and bounds ahead of a lot of people. Oh, yeah, and a trailer. And a trailer. (laughs) Yeah, that that was the way that worked out, too. Yeah, we need a trailer to get it home. So everything worked out, and I I really appreciate you guys. We've had a blast, and, uh, you know, this won't be the last you'll be hearing about Key West boats Mm -hmm. on the Woman Angler and Adventure podcast. So. Angie, thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. All right. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Stay tuned for next week's episode from the Lance Truck Camper Mobile Podcast Studio with two chicks in a boat. We talk a lot about tournament angling, which is kind of a hot topic for me right now. So if you're if that's something you're interested in or just become a, a better bass angler, that's going to be a great episode for you to tune in for. And then uh, don't forget about that Monday Night Live. So the night before that that podcast comes out, the Monday Night Live, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, You'll be able to access it on all those channels. I'll post the links in the Woman Angler and Adventure page and group as well. So uh, check that out. And we hope you can join us, interact. And I think it's going to be a really fun weekly 
Monday Night Live talking about all things in the world of women and fishing. That's all I got for now, and uh, I'll be posting updates from Lake Ray Hubbard, and hopefully everything comes together. Y'all say a prayer, and I'll see you next week. <laughs>